Hello, welcome to Pubcast 7. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we're all here, Rob, Daniel, me, and we're going to talk about our trip on Saturday the 3rd of March to Beers of Europe in Sechi near King's Lynn. It was great, wasn't it? It was really um, good. Amazing. We, got, we, we set off early, um, went to, had a certain chain's breakfast. That was lovely. Yeah, it really was yeah. good. About an hour and a half drive, got lost, a bit lost in Bury St Edmunds. It's a nice detour, yeah. Nice little scenic, scenic route through the city. Got, got to see Bury. <laughs> so a bit of Bury. And then, and what, what time did we get there? About? It was it was still quite early. Quarter to 11? Yeah, around 11. Yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. And we were there for like three hours, yeah. which we didn't think we was going to happen. We were there for a long time. So we'd get there and then you could see these pictures through our blog and through my Flickr pages and they'll be on Twitter as well. Big ass warehouse. Big ass warehouse. Yeah, it was very it was big. Very big. And there's big signs saying Beers of Europe and about one car outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so you think, oh God. So we, we grab a trolley, walk in, and then we just see this turn left and there's these big aisles. Full of beers. Big aisles. So we don't really know where to start, crazy. so we just have a look round, don't we really? Yeah. Like, we ran around a little bit, I think, at the beginning before we <laughs> got organised. That's just so exciting, isn't it? You don't know. And then we, we tried, tried to not really grab anything, but then we ended up just grabbing beers. Cause yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, the plan was to go around, leave things, and then grab afterwards, but... It didn't really work like that. No, it didn't really happen, did they it? They were too enticing. So we, so we went around, and then we spoke to someone at Dill, saying, we're here to speak to someone about Bizzery Up. This is where Derek Clark comes yeah. in. Comes He's in. a joint owner, slash director, and he can talk about beer. He, he really can. can. He Peace out, Derek. He was very, very <laughs> clued up on his beers. Yeah. Knew a lot, and basically he took us out into his warehouse. All the bit closed off because there's a big shop, and then which is a fifth of a, fifth of a warehouse, and the rest of the warehouse has got beers in. Full of beers, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. The shop looks big, and then you see this little door peek out, and it's just a giant warehouse full of beer. And then after that, we walked around and talked. <laughs> we walked around and talked. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. he gave us a good tour of the shop, and um, basically talked about every beer there was almost. Yeah. Much. It took us for a tour around the Isles, starting from the English beers all the way through the Belgian and German beers to then the beers of the world, and knew a fair bit about them all. He had his like favourite breweries, which he was quite informed on. He ended up running from one box to the other, saying this beer, and then something would pop into his head. He'd run to the other side of the yeah. other beer and say, "This one's yeah, this one's fantastic." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he um he he seemed like he loved it, and it was it was really good. It was a really good day. It was great, just him going around and showing us different ones, and you know you can hear a bit of him talking about some beers he likes now. Blonde, you know, strong Belgian mm. beer. My favourites are probably Saint Bernardus Twelve, which is quite strong. Westermel Triple, yeah. Um, uh, Castile Brune or Castile Double, which yeah. is about eleven percent. Well, I can't drink a lot of that because it hurts your head. <laughs> no, it's, it's unlimited, really. So we'd like to thank Derek for yes. a lovely afternoon yeah, it's brilliant. and for showing us around and for recommending some of those beers. <laughs> One of them he recommended was a Citra beer. So I like your favourite English ones. One of my favourite is, at the moment, Citra. Citra. Yeah, from Oakham. It's really intense grapefruit hops. Really, really excellent. You know, if you've got really sort of thirst, it's really brilliant for that. So yeah, I tried the Citra and it was lovely. Grapefruit was refreshing. Good recommendation. A bit sour. And... <laughs> It was strange, wasn't it? Mm. It wasn't really my thing, but... Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It was really nice because it was so different. I kept trying to get more. I found it a bit sour. It was a bit sour. Yeah, a bit much for me. But 
there wasn't enough, and I'm not, I'm not sure fruity beer, but that was lovely. I really enjoyed it. So, thanks, Derek. Another one of mine was this one. What are these little bottles? What, what's different that's, about them? They're, they're sort of like stone, they look like stone bottles, but Delirium Tremens is, um, that's not turned, that's the dark one, and Tremens actually got the best beer in the world probably four or five years ago. So that's a light, blonde, strong Belgian. Yeah. And the Nocturnum is a dark, sweet beer. And the Christmas is like a spicy... Oh, spicy. Yeah, that, and that, that appeals to me. I tried it, and mainly because it was a stone bottle. Delirium Christmas one I had, which was 10%. Fruity, oh, strong. Yeah. Remember that one? The, the stone bottle. The stone yeah. bottle, which wasn't, yeah. which wasn't a stone quite bottle. stone. Not a stone <laughs> bottle. I think it was like a stone sort of thing rather than an actual stone bottle. Yeah. It was and plastic. Someone picked out the blueberries from it. That was Lorna. Might have been Lorna. Yeah. Thank you for driving, Lorna. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was lovely. And asking some good questions, which you can all hear on the extra bit added onto the podcast and on the blog and iTunes. It's from the oldest brewery, he says the oldest brewery in the world, which is from the Bayerich Schnatschenbrosfri Weihnachtsdorfen Brewery. And it was, it was Dunkel from there, which is the oldest brewery in 1040 in Germany. It, it was like a sweeter hoe garden, we thought. Refreshing great beer to start off with. Rob says, tasty. Hardy says, yogurty. Yes, yeah, so it was. Lorna says, it's like burning a piece of really expensive furniture. Well, <laughs> when you drink furniture, <laughs> that's what it tastes like. That's what you're going to get, isn't it? Yeah, and they were, they were really nice. I'm Derek from Beers of Europe, and you're listening to the podcast. So if you could like, recommend one if, one Belgian today. One, one Belgian beer. Oh, do you mind strong? No, I like strong. I'd go for that, just St. Bernardus. How strong is this? Ten percent. Ten percent. That's not not mad because it's only you know it's only it's only a, it's only a three thirty ml bottle, so it's only probably what three and a bit units of alcohol. So why that over everything oh. else? For reason or just taste? <laughs> it's just really, really, really good. Nice and sort of semi dark and sort of sweet and very Moorish. You know, it's yeah. just one of those beers that that works and it always will. So I tried the the Belgian beer he recommended, and it was strong. Belgian hint, cloudy brown colour, dark and strong, and full body, powerful flavours, and does taste a bit priest-like, which you can see on some of the pictures. <laughs> it was really strong, actually. It was, wasn't it? It was, it was a small 330 bottle, mm. but you could really taste the... Really thick. Yeah. And yeah, I had the Asahi Black as well. I've seen Asahi about, but not black anyway. Japanese, which apparently are known for making their stouts, which I was never thought of until he told us this. Huh. Basically, it was smooth and black, almost like a Budvar black. Yeah, but like a dark Budvar. not thick enough, really. Not as thick, so I think that's what we're thinking. It was so it's still thin, it's a dark Budvar. And the Titanic chocolate and vanilla stout, and the vanilla shines through. It was The smell was great. Oh, yeah. As you said, it smells like I was drinking a coffee. It did, yeah. You poured it to your mouth, it really smelled like you were about to drink a coffee. Mm. But nonetheless, very flavoursome. Mm, lovely. Cookie beer. Not my favourite, but yeah, cookie beer. Like, yeah, wow. still the cookies. Yeah, you, you had that one, didn't you? The cookie beer. What was that like? The cookie beer was crazy. It was very, very strong. Um, quite cloudy, but quite light looking, and it tasted a bit like Hoe Garden, to be honest. But um, it's got that sausage, sausage smell, sausage-esque flavour. <laughs> yeah, sausage-esque flavour, which I'm known to find in beers. Um, but yeah, it was really strong, really, you really knew you were drinking 
high percentage beer because I think it was about ten percent. Yeah, that was strong. It, it was a small bottle as well. It was didn't really taste like cookies. No, so strange. Yeah, tasted very Belgian though, mm. as it should because it was. Belgian. It should. <laughs> we like Belgian. Yeah. What else did you have from there? Um, I also had a Kumbaka, which is one of the ones which were out of date. So I got it for a pound. Yes, at some point, just going back there, there, there was a section which had like, like all good shop has a reduced to clear. Yep, so actually yeah. you look there first. Yep, that's <laughs> a great bargain. And what what price? Because most of them there are about two pound, two pound twenty, thirty, two yeah. pound. But those ones are about pound, weren't pound, they? Ish. Yeah. I think they were priced at a pound. So yeah, I, I bought one of them, going for it as you do, and it was it was really nice actually, quite fresh, quite left. Left, left, <laughs> left esque. Yeah, it's, it's really, really quite refreshing and nice to drink. It's, it's quite easy to drink, but the only problem I had was it was a bit fizzy, so it, it got me a bit gassy. But it was a bit, yeah. It, it was, it was nice though, not that sort of gassy. But yeah, nice drink. Definitely worth a pound. Oh yeah, yeah. anything's worth a pound, really, isn't it? That's the thing. Um, what else you got? Um, I also had a. I don't know how to pronounce this one. Well, I think you should go for it. Um, Belitjos. It was a dark ruby, um, and I I wrote down that it's full, fresh, and a wonderful taste, but it was thick, and it did taste like a Belgian beer, but I don't believe it was from Belgium. But it was really, really, really nice. It's probably one of the best ones I had uh, when I was drinking the few that I did. It was really good, really tasty beer. Another nice one that I really liked, and probably my favourite beer of all time, and this is a big statement, is the Old Tom Ginger. You heard it here, kids. What <laughs> What a beer, seriously. It smelt like a ginger biscuit going in. It tasted like a ginger biscuit. and it was. But it had that alcoholic taste, and it still had the brilliance of the Old Tom original. Um, but it was sublime. I've tried it. You'll have Absolute. to get it. I've got the chocolate one. It so, so good. It was great. Incredible. It was probably one of my favourites and wasn't even mine. I'm so tempted to buy a crate of it. It, Do was, it. it was wonderful. It would be great value. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And let's just have a quick mention for another one. St Peter's Whiskey Beer. Ooh. That was oh, disgusting, do we, wasn't it? Do we need to mention this? It was, it was not very horrendous. nice at all. I gave it to Callum, if you're listening, Callum. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> oh, it was not It good. was horrible, wasn't it? It, it, it tasted, tasted like medicine. Yeah, it just tasted of not very nice beer. With not very nice whiskey in. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, it was vile. And two wrongs don't make a right. No, if you, if you I, listen back yeah. to our podcast at the Dove where we mixed the horrible beers together, it was sort of like that. Worse. <laughs> Some of those noises together. Yeah. <laughs> it was worse than that. It really was, isn't it? I, I, troop, I troopered because, as uh, Derek told us, that he doesn't like to waste beer. And we're, we're the same as well. We don't like to waste beer. Um, even if we don't like it, so I did. I I did my best effort to drink the whole bottle, but I drank a glass and I couldn't do it anymore. That was enough. That's fair play. It was too much. It was just horrible. But um, you're listening to Pubcast Seven. We'll be talking about our trip on the third of March to Beers of Europe in Kings Lynn. Um, we've talked about our trip to the place, and, we, and I've mentioned my beers. Daniel's mentioned his favourite beers, and Rob, what beers from there did you I, I like? I had a lovely selection of beers. One of my favourite beers that I did try just the other day was the Black Chocolate Stout by the Brooklyn Brewery. Brooklyn Black, to- Black Chocolate Stout. Probably oh. the best the best stout I've ever had in my life, that. And on, on rate beer, that, that gets 100% and it deserves 100% as well. Wow. Thanks for the recommendation. Now, at 10%, I was expecting it to be quite strong. 
and it was. Was it was almost oily? Like it, was, it was still very tasty. Like drinking the radio. Yeah. The first sip, I thought, "Oh God, what have I done?" But by the end of the bottle, it was it was really nice. Oh, I good. really enjoyed it. It was a really good stout taste. Don't know why chocolate's in the name because it didn't taste of chocolate at all. A lot of them do, don't they? Um, these chocolate ones. Like, a lot of them you can say, "Yeah, that's chocolate." Yeah, yeah, there was, but there wasn't any hint of chocolate at all. It's just a really thick, dark stout, but it's still very nice. Whereas. I also had the Young's Double Chocolate Stout, which was complete opposite. It was basically like drinking liquid dark chocolate. It started off with that lovely stout taste, but then was just chocolate. And yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Actually, yeah. it, was, um, it was one I did, did pass around, but I really yeah, enjoyed it. I've yeah. been looking for a good chocolate stout. I also had uh, a couple of bottles of Erdinger. One Erdinger Wise Beer, and also an Erdinger Eurowise. Sorry, what was that? Eurowise. I don't know. How, how are you spelling that? I'm spelling that. Your, as in you are. Yeah. Wise. W e i s s. Yes. Like advice. Like advice. Yeah. Advice or advice. Yeah. Erdinger advice, which was very nice actually. It wasn't quite like the Erdinger we have in the Dove or the other bottle, which was was the same as they have on tap in the Dove. It wasn't quite as fizzy. It was slightly darker. But it had a definite Belgian taste. It was very refreshing, very tasty. A yogurty flavour. It had quite a toffee, toffee flavour to it as well. It would be difficult, I believe, to pick the two Erdingers apart if I'm asked to taste them and yeah. not know which was which. They are that, that similar, but they are some, they are some distinct colour differences. And one's very fizzy and the other one's not so much. I also had a yellow beer. It was um, a German beer in a lovely swing top bottle. And it was yellow, it's all I can remember of that, and that was also very tasty. Yellow? It was a yellow beer, it was called a Hefeweiss beer, I can't remember the brewery, but no, it was very tasty. It was a bit bland though, it was really tasty, but it was nothing nothing exciting about it, yeah. it was just a standard, like, yoghurt, toffee flavour, quite fizzy German beer, that was that was all there was. That's cool. Chocolate stouts and the Germans. So we all had our favourites, we all brought home some ones, we brought some glasses home as well, oh, didn't yeah. we? I brought home a little meantime glass and a big sort of German <laughs> jug. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a jug, isn't it? And I brought home a little Oktoberfest sort of a stone sort of one as well. Mm. That was nice. That's really, nice, That's really yeah. cool. Do you have any glasses? Just the one with the... Oh, if you really, can't see here, I'm, really I'm making a bowl in my hands. <laughs> Weird shape. Yeah. One, yeah. 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 I had a, um, a big bulb at the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what I, bought a really, I bought a really tall one um, from the oldest uh, brewery ever. Uh, from oh, what are the... Viner stuffing. Yeah, yeah, I bought the glass and that. It was a really tall, twisted one. It was really nice and I, I, I really, really like it. It's really nice. Thanks to Derek for um, accommodating us so well and making us really feel did, so yeah. at home. Yeah, it was a really, really good day. It's really um, very inviting, very friendly. Oh, God, yeah. And more than happy to show us. Well, we, yeah. like we said, we were there for a good three hours oh, and two of them were spent with him giving us a tour of the warehouse and just talking about the beers. Exactly. It was fantastic. It was a good day. Very good day. Busy has lots of beers from around the world. They Definitely have plans to out. expand, yeah, as well. Yeah. He's, 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 really he's telling us they have out. plans to make it into more of a tasting se- se- section as well, which would be very interesting. We'll definitely head back there again. Yeah, I'd be, oh, be good once that opens. Yeah, definitely. He's got some big plans. It sounds really good. And I'd recommend it. So Absolutely. search for Beers of Europe on any sort of search engine and you'll come up with things. And we'll also send you links via no, this yeah, podcast. It's not hard to get to at all, really. Not difficult. It's well no, worth it's the trip. Well it's worth basically it. following signs to Kings Lynn, and you can pretty much find it. Anyone who likes some beer should definitely check it out. It'll be well worth the trip. We do still have some more beers from there to try. And we still got some more beers to try. We do. Yeah, I've got six more. 
Yeah, I think I'll go around, around six as well. I think I'll, I'll have all the beers left. We'll maybe write a little bit up about them and put, and put them on the blogs. Yeah. Say so what we thought about them. And we'll have, as I said before, there's pictures up as well. There'll be links to them and everything you need to know from this wonderful day out. We plan to go out next to check out the Weatherspoons um, Beer Festival. Because they have lots of good local hours being on from all around the country, sort of thing. And hopefully we can get a good snippet of going to three different Weatherspoons pubs which Ipswich has to offer. And see if we can get a good range of, good yeah. range of beers they have on. Yeah. So that's a bonus that they're always always quite cheap. That's a good bonus, and you can get them in thirds as well, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always good. Yeah, and we'll come back soon with the pubcast. So thank you for listening to Pubcast Seven. Thank you for our trip to Busy Europe in Kings Lynn, and we will speak to you and convene very very soon. Thank you now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.